happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, beautiful souls, wherever you are. Um, it's so funny when I think of, when I do that cue, I'm thinking shift your thinking, which is on Monday. We miss shift your thinking. Listen, your girl's been getting it in, but of course we know ready, set, real estate. The show must go on. The show must go on. Say hi, say hello, drop a comment down below. Let me know you're here. I'm really excited about today's topic. Really excited. Um, because the market is changing Therefore, we've got to up our strategy, up our game. So we are in episode 163 on Ready, Set, Real Estate. And I want to share some tips called winning with a backup offer. Because I know you might be out here. You know some folks are out here. They're getting outbid. They're getting beat up. It's rough. It's rough. So if you are in a hyper market or a local market where just the interest rates are not really affecting pricing quite yet is some areas we anticipate it's not really going to do much just because we're you know the shortage shortage of inventory i still want to share some tips of how we've been able to help some clients and for me i'm that raw raw person cheering cheering on my buyer clients when we work with them because it's tough um and so as i was texting with one of my clients last night and she was kind of like all right these last two we're gonna see if nothing pans out that's it I'm done and so I was like you know I think I want to share some words of encouragement for those of you who are working um, with agents and you know your agents might be saying to you you know well let's submit and you you might feel like well what's the point I'm going to give you four reasons for what's the point in fact, I'm going to bring some gems right from my book called Just Fell Out of Escrow. It's uh, top five reasons a property does not sell. So this is a copy. I'm going to turn this into an ebook, so that way if you want it, you can just download it, right? Uh, it is available on any third-party retailer. You know, I've got tons of books out there. Working on some more, of course. I've got some, some good stuff I'm working on, I'm excited about. Before, let's say, announcements, announcements, um, uh, still working on some launches with a new new class that we're launching, wanting to be, bring back our live sessions. I'm kind of feeling out people's temperament about wanting to come to live events. I'm going to live events, and so as we schedule out our live events, I'm thinking about bringing our trainings back live. And I'm just feeling out how people feel about, um, you know, COVID, mask mandate, no mask, that whole thing, social distancing. Because I'd like for us to have a good group, but I want people to feel confident, comfortable, safe, of course, health and safety first and foremost. So that's what I'm thinking of. What else? Um, our summer boot camp for the youth, we're working on that. So I'm working on that date. I I'm only going to bring on 10 and I think I'm going to do a um, my my 17 and 24 age group and that's because I want to uh, take them to court with me so they can see how court handles overbids probates and that type of kind of auction scene so I would like to be able to uh, deal with my you know more mature my mature young young uh, uh, folks so that's what I have in mind, announcements, announcements. So that's that. And what else is happening? Lots of stuff, of course. 
Before we jump into today's segment, of course, I want to make sure we say thank you to today's show sponsor. I want to say thank you to Omnis Property Solutions, and we'll be right back after the sponsor break. Do you have properties that need to be maintained? For professional services that guarantee your property will stay safe and secure, Omnis Property is the team you want by your side. As a company, we pride ourselves on our best-in-class professionals, equipped with the latest technology for all your end-to-end property preservation needs. That means that from start to finish, our expert team can handle everything from accurate assessments to preservation projects of all sizes. Save money and time by working with leading experts that understand your needs and are committed to premier service. Get started today by contacting us for your project estimate. Visit www.omnispreservation.com or call 310-957-9132. Good stuff, good stuff. Thank you for that. Uh, Definitely check them out if you need them as a resource and you are in the local area. So Southern Cali uh, would be their market. Okay. Of course, disclaimers if you're new to the show, this information, of course, provided on the show is not meant to be legal or tax advice. Please seek those reputable, keyword reputable, operative word, reputable, licensed professionals. That way they can consult and speak with you regarding your specific situation. Uh, If you need a referral, I am happy to refer you over, okay? For those of you who are new, welcome. My name is Lisa Gillette. I'm also known as Super Agent. I am your show host and creator and founder of Many Cool Things. I am broker owner of Devenio Estates that is independent and not affiliated with uh, Ready Set Real Estate. I'm a pricing strategy advisor. I am a forecl- I'm foreclosure certified. And like I've shared before in the past, I'm delving more and more and more into probates. Absolutely enjoy and love it. So if you come across that scenario, you've got someone that's passed on and it looks like it may be a probate scenario and you're in my backyard, please feel free to reach out to me. I'd be happy to not only honor the decedent, um, your family member and the estate, but definitely support you through that. All right, Uh, that's my shameless plug. (laughs) My shameless plug. Uh, Okay, okay, let me, I'm sharing the screen today just so that I could have this as a point of reference. And I'm giving you The answer. Don't you love it when you get the answer? Give me the answer. What's the answer? The answer is there's four reasons and more in counting. Again, like I said, I wrote a book called Just Fell Out of Escrow. And we also know that in the industry as back on market. So put that in the chat below. Hashtag B-O-M bomb. It's the bomb.com. No, it actually stands for back on market in the real estate sense. So in the real estate community, BOM, back on market, also means, hey, we fell out of escrow. And in some cases, we may not have even made it to escrow. And the reason being is because, for example, or reason number one, you get an accepted offer. And let's say, you know, buyer uh, A, let's, I'm going to give people names so that I can keep keep track of you know, who's the original purchaser and then who's the backup offer, okay? So we're going to say original purchaser um, uh, Augustus. I'm thinking A, A for Augustus. So buyer A, Augustus, 
gets their accepted offer and now their contract recall if you've been following me for some time or if you're new to this recall or you should learn and know that your deposit is a condition of your contract terms meaning you have an accepted offer but getting that deposit delivered into settlement and or escrow is a condition of that offer you do not if you do not submit the deposit there's no offer there's no buying the house there's no celebrating with keys and champagne and all that fun stuff towards the end we don't get there so oftentimes you will see some agents may prematurely quickly turn the status of a property from active to pending once they have something executed however that could be uh, premature if they do not have the deposit in okay so that could be premature if they don't have the deposit in so reason one uh, why you should submit as a backup offer is because that buyer may decide they don't want to move forward they might have buyer's remorse or cold feet or they simply change their mind. They weren't really as excited in that property or that house. I've seen that. And this is why when we work with our clients, we work to understand what is it they're looking for, right? It's really important that people are excited, especially from a buyer standpoint. They're excited, they're motivated, they're driven because through the escrow process or experience, it can get bumpy, right? It can get you know, some things are needing to be done. It, it, you know, there's more time. There's all types of uh, factors that would contribute to maybe throwing off a buyer from their interests. And so the reason number one is in the beginning, you that deposit may not make it. So guess what happens? If you have submitted as a backup offer, guess who may potentially be up next? You, that's right. They'll be contacting you saying, hey, are you still interested? Are you still interested? And that's when you get, you're brought back to the negotiate, negotiating table and then you have an opportunity to move forward into escrow. All right, feeling good about that uh, reason that I provided here as why you should still be submitting as a backup offer because that first buyer may not perform. All right. Reason number two, inspection time. So let's say Augustus, where did I come up with this name? <laughs> Augustus. Augustus, my buyer Augustus, does their inspection on the property. They do a home inspection or they may do their termite inspection. They may do a sewer line inspection. They may be in a city that require, requires what we call a pre-sale city report or inspection and what happens once that report read those reports come back is now they find out more that they could not see by a visual inspection meaning they saw all the wonderful paint right they said most of that right especially flip flip, flip properties is you know all the wonderful paint and then my mind goes what is this paint covering hmm Get an inspection. Get an inspection. I'm not even talking about waivers and inspections and none of that. I'm not going to discuss waiving anything 
in this episode. I discussed it a couple episodes back, the significance of waiving uh, inspections and appraisals and loans, what that means, not on this episode. I'm just sharing with you my experience, my strategy, giving you the game again price of admission for getting the game is you let me know you're here press one lets me know you're here press two two lets me know you shared it all right even though you may be like i don't want anybody else to know this information because i'm trying to win don't be that way see i'm not being that way with you don't be that way with me all right let's uh help some folks out so the inspection report comes back that buyer, Augustus, says, oh my goodness, look how much this is going to cost me. Oh my goodness, the roof. Oh, the sewer line's cracked. Oh, this, oh, that. They may not have a budget for this. So everyone's price is different. Everyone's budget is different. What they're willing to commit, what they're willing to pay is not the same for every buyer. So you might have more leverage Knowing now, because you get to request a copy of those reports, you get to request for a copy of those existing now completed reports that the seller now has been privy to, that is a contract condition, are you aware of, do you have any reports, right? Because you're now up next, your buyer Brenda, my buyer backup, backup offer Brenda. So now you're up next, Augustus decides they're canceling within their inspection contingency period. They cancel, their deposit is, re is returned, and guess what? Now the seller's agent is giving you a call and saying, hey, are you still interested? Key terms, every time, every time it's back on market, or it's gonna come back on market, you're gonna get the phone call. Are you still interested? All right, let that ring in your head. Are you still interested? So that's reason number two as to why you would be up next because now you've been privy to reports. You can ask for the reports and decide based on their findings, is this something you wanna jump in? And you could negotiate based on what you find out. How much is the overall cost? Maybe in the, the contract with buyer Augustus, the seller was not willing to issue credits or willing to, to issue credits up to a certain amount, were not willing to fix everything. They, more, they may be willing to give you a credit of 5000 but not one of 15 They may be willing to fix the water heater, but not, you know, the, the you know, cracked floors or what have you, I'm just making up stuff that I've seen come up. So this now brings you to the table and you've now been armed with information from the reports that you can use as a base for renegotiating your price and your offer terms. You say, well, I'm willing to offer you this price, but now based on the findings and the cost that it'll take for me to fix this, this, that, and the third, or comply with this, that, and the third, I would like for you to uh, provide a uh, closing cost credit. There's various ways to get closing costs in a transaction. Depending on your market, um, I've actually been able to get some closing costs. Not every transaction, but I have, uh, given that we're in a very aggressive hyper market. So it's not something I'm seeing, but it is, you know, I'm actually doing a transaction where 
the uh, buyer did get um, uh, closing cost credit from the seller because the seller is taking all their appliances. And so the buyer was like, well, I'm getting this house and paying top dollar and I'm not going to have a stove at least. So we worked that out. Fair enough, right? And fair, that word fair is fair to the parties involved. It's not so much about me as the agent professional, broker professional. It's more so how they feel about the deal they're getting. All right? Feeling good about that? Making those notes? Nodding, not, nodding your head? Yes. Okay, reason number three. This has to do with the loan aspect as to why you may be up next. Buyer Augustus now has to face um, purchasing this property in a rising interest environment. So what that means is maybe when they were looking three months ago, they had a low interest rate. They have now received an accepted offer and the, they did not do a rate lock or maybe they cannot extend the rate lock or the cost to extend the previous rate lock is, you know, just not feasible for the overall cost of the loan. So for whatever reason, interest rates could be a factor. So now they've got rising interest rates that is affecting them. And now the mortgage payment is now exceeding the debt to income ratio, right? So you, the, the buyer Augustus, earns X amount of dollars, their income says that their mortgage should be this percentage. However, with the interest rate increasing, that means the mortgage payment has now increased as well. So now their debt to income ratio has changed and it has changed to a point where they are no longer qualified for the loan. Guess what? You're next. They now have to back out of that deal because likely they will have a financing contingency. They should <laughs> to protect them to get their deposit back, cancel that escrow. And now, are you still interested is the phone call that you'll be receiving because this buyer could not perform. Very important. Very important that if you're in this environment of changing interest rates that you are looking at what current rates are and you're on top of it because as your, your purchasing power, meaning your borrowing power has changed from the last three weeks to the last six months, six, three, six months to this current three weeks, your borrowing power may have decreased. So you may be aggressively sending in those offers, but is the mortgage payment the same as what it would have been three months ago? Please check that, double check that, triple check that. Last thing I want is when you get an escrow on an accepted offer, you're sticker shocked because you're like, whoa, I didn't realize my mortgage payment was going to be this. You know, a couple months ago, my interest rate was 3.25 and today it's 6.125. That's a whole three points jump. Makes a big difference. Okay. The other reason as we're talking about financing uh, contingencies or reasons why a buyer, buyer Augustus in our example, may have to back up, back, back out of their purchase, is the appraisal. Now again, I disclaim we're not discussing waivers of inspections, loan contingency and appraisal. We're saying in a transaction where there's an appraisal contingency 
and the property does not appraise at the contract price, let me say that again, and I'll say that in a different way. You offered $500,000, but the property appraised at $450,000. The lender is going to move forward and give you a loan on based on the appraised value, $450,000, not your contract price of $500,000. If you're on the hook for coming up with the difference and you don't have the difference, you will not be able to perform on closing on your purchase. So buyer Augustus may run into this issue, the appraised value. There was an issue with the appraisal, right? Didn't come out as we expected or negotiated. They decide they're going to back out of the deal. They back out, guess what? Buyer Brenda, our backup offer, are you still interested? You're up next. You now get to step in on a couple things. Inspections have completed been completed, the appraisal has been done. Doesn't hurt to ask, hey, let's find out what the appraised value is. Now, just for disclaimer purposes, you're not required to get an appraisal, re, uh, excuse me, a copy of the appraisal report, and that's because it's an opinion of value, not an actual report. So some agents will be generous, some sellers will be generous and share with you what the appraised value was. Unless it's an FHA insured loan, that appraisal report rides with the property for six months. And that, even understanding that, is a, is, is a key factor to negotiating offers, especially if you have an FHA insured loan because they're assigned a case number uh, for that particular property, that appraisal will ride with that property for six months. So unless you, and if you're a seller and you say, well, I disagree that my property's worth 450, you can appeal it, right? You can appeal the decision, uh, ask your uh, agent broker professional to provide comps to substantiate your recommended or suggested opinion of opinion in value. Uh, that's an entire process. I'll talk about that on another show. Uh, some of you may have attended our, our class with our appraiser. We, we have our appraiser, Mark, who comes on, Mark Williams. He's done classes for us and given us some tips on how to do comps, how to, you know, how they do appraisals and what and what they look for. I, one of my favorite classes, in fact, if, if I wasn't a, a licensed professional, um, I'd likely probably would have done appraisals. Uh, it's just fun. So needed. So needed. Praises are so important to what we're doing. So that's reason three. How are you feeling about that? Thumbs up. Valid reason for you to submit as a backup offer because there's a whole bunch of things happening during escrow that at any time, if the buyer is deciding they're not wanting to move forward, as in our example, buyer Augustus may say, no, I'm not feeling this. I'm not okay with that. I'm not agreeing to this. They cancel escrow and now it's BOM back on market. Then that's when we start seeing uh, phone calls and emails and texts. And of course, it's alerted on in our database that this property is now back on market. BOM. And our last reason, just for the sake of time, uh, reason number four there may be a situation with occupants. 
or the seller. So let's first talk about occupants, for example, tenants. There may be tenants occupying the property who does not leave. They can't leave in the time of the closing escrow period and now that's a challenge. The buyer may say, no, I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait until the seller delivers the property vacant, right? Or they decide that um, there may be a contract term that says the buyer is going to have to negotiate with the tenant, albeit a cash for keys deal, or take on, ev or take on the legal process of evicting them out of the property. The buyer may make those attempts during the escrow period and it may become unsuccessful or failed attempts at being able to come to terms with the tenant to cooperate in leaving. And if that doesn't work, guess what? The buyer backs off, backs out, says, I don't want to move forward. Um, the, you know, my, my price and my terms were based on the fact that I could get this property without the tenant. And so they back out. Guess what? Buyer Brenda, you're upset uh, up next. You may have a better team that can work with the cash for keys, relocation, understand evictions, and you're able to successfully work out that negotiation aspect of getting the property, either uh, closing with the tenant and working with them after close of escrow, or you're able to work with them during the escrow process and getting that uh, tenant out um, prior to close of escrow. Again, depends on what type of buyer, what type of loan you're using, because depending on all those factors is going to affect whether you can buy that property with or without the tenant. That's one reason that you should still submit as a backup offer because those things will come to light. You know, everyone always thinks, you know, people will cooperate until they don't. And then that's when you find out you got a situation or you got a pickle that you have to deal with. Certainly, we're experienced, we've been there, done that, and we work through it, okay? So get with an experienced team when you're coming across tenant-occupied situations. The other aspect uh, in terms of reason number four, the seller just needs more time. They may be looking for another property. We call this a contingency sale on the replacement or the up leg. So the seller may be stipulating that I'm going to sell it to you on the terms that I find I sell this house and buy another one. And in that instance, I am we had closed a we closed a deal last uh, November. So last November, and we kept checking with the buyer. Hey, you know we're actively looking. We're submitting offers. Haven't gotten anything accepted. We may need more time because the buyer has the final say on time, in terms of extending the time period for escrow extending and and that's just in this situation because both parties have to agree on any extensions of time i'm saying in terms of allowing the seller to re, uh, find a replacement property they've got to check in with the buyer who's in escrow and says okay i'm waiting until you find a new house because recall the seller saying i'm going to sell it to you on the condition of that i find a replacement property but if the market is so aggressive and it's, you know, the market that we're experiencing now, it may take that seller more time than what you may have agreed to. And by standard in our contract, it states 17 days. You're giving the seller 17 days to open escrow on a replacement property. And if at that day 17, 
the seller has not found a replacement property, now it becomes a conversation of buyer Augustus, right, or buyer A. Buyer Augustus, are you willing to give us more time or should we cancel escrow and move on? Buyer Augustus may say, you know what, I'm missing out on opportunities of being able to buy something else that doesn't have this uh, stipulation or term to the contract. And I would rather cancel escrow and, you know, Mr. And Miss Seller, good luck in finding your replacement property, but we're not going to keep waiting for you to do that. So in the beginning, it makes sense. Everyone's excited. But what if the seller now needs 30 days? Now we're at 40 days. Are you still going to continue to wait? Especially in a rising interest environment if you're using a loan to finance that the purchase of the property. Backup offer Brenda. Guess what? Buyer A, Augustus, decided they no longer wanted to wait for the seller to find a replacement. Are you still interested? Buyer Brenda says, you know what? I'm not in a rush. I'm not in a rush. I like this property. In fact, I'm excited about this property. It's in a location I want to be in, and I will wait. Buyer Brenda may have different timelines and flexibility that would be more suited for the seller in that situation who's needing more time for a replacement property. Okay, with that, I feel like you have four reasons, four valid reasons for you to continue to aggressively look, aggressively submit, and don't feel like you've lost out just because you are told you're the backup offer. Would you like to be in the backup position? Absolutely. In fact, you can even request to sign a backup offer addendum. That will secure your place in line contractually that if the first buyer backs out, the seller is obligated to negotiate and accept your offer as the next position. All right. Good gems here. Listen, I don't know if you really know the, uh, the, the value in this little cookie here. But this one is a good one because this is what's I've, what I've been using. And I've been, you know, I, I've, my spirit moved me to just share that with you and give you that gem, give you that bonus. Because you're writing down your real estate goals for 2022. And I want to make sure that you execute on those goals and you're finding value in what we're sharing. So, as we get ready to wrap up, any comments, questions, feedback, if you found this uh, valuable, please make sure you drop a 100 in the chat below. Let me know that these tips were right on time and helpful. And of course, I ask you to connect, build, and share with us. Subscribe at LA Super Agent on all your favorite platforms. Of course, you can keyword Ready Set Real Estate and tune in to our radio podcast. How do I forget? Yes, our radio podcast listeners. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your love and support. I just realized when I looked at the radio podcast, I think we had like an increase of 400 new uh, listeners. I mean, one of the episodes I did is I know it, it, it drew a lot of attention and that was the gener generational wealth being just a buzzword. I know I stirred up some feelings on that one. So uh, <laughs> that, that episode is garnering a lot of attention. With that, I say, you guys. Listen, have a powerful and productive week. 
and I'll see you next week on another information-packed episode on Ready, Set, Real Estate.